0: Deep Sweet Christmas Bruh All of a sudden found boy inside these minds What's poppin' everybody? It's your boy Dota and welcome to episode 9 of Inside These Minds And for this episode, this guest, he's... He's been absolutely killing the game with making his own composer like beats, especially with the whole, wants to be in the whole film industry in the near future. And he's been my boy since the good old high school days during the, doing some hood rat uh, stuff uh, during the contact days. Let's just say the stuff you uh, hear, like you don't wanna, like something you don't wanna know unless you live through it. I'm here with my boy Diego Guzman. He's been my boy ever since, like the, since we met in high school, and let's just say he's been killing it. How's it going, Diego? I'm good. How are you? Pleasure to be here. So, like, first of all, like, just want to know, like, during like the high school days, we did some like crazy stuff with the like, Comtech. We did a lot of uh, shenanigans. Yeah, let's That's say... That's for sure. That's a fact. Like, straight up, like, Snapchat-worthy um, footage that should have happened at the time, but... We definitely
1: should have failed that class, but, oh you know, we, uh, we got by.
0: Oh, yeah. 100%. So, to start things off, um, like, the program you're in, uh, it involves, um, like, film composing... Like, what's the program called? So, I'm in
1: Bachelor's of Music at yeah. Carleton, and uh, it's not really, it's not, like directly related to like any sort of like film composing in particular. Um, like I'm in like a composition stream. Um, so I guess that kind of entails a bit of what you're saying for sure. Uh, but yeah, it's just like a general kind of like bachelor's of music. Um, and then like, I guess my major is classical piano. And then I'm in like a composition stream. Um, and then, I, yeah, like I want to write music for, for movies, TV, video games, media advertising, all the like, that background music.
0: All right, and just, like, what made you decide to go through um, going into the field you want to be in? Like, have you ever thought about it in the longest time? Recently, what is it? Oh, yeah,
1: I've known that, like, I wanted to do music since I was, like, maybe 9, 10, 11, something around that age. Um, I've been playing piano since I was 6, and I started writing small little horrible little music jingles and tracks and like when I was sixteen, around grade eleven. Yeah. Um and yeah, I just kind of but I knew I always wanted to write music for movies and like film and always a big fan of like Hans
0: Zimmer and, and All right, that got, honest, Brian Tyler and Honestly like Hans Zimmer like he did some he has some phenomenal work with um <sighs> so so like the dark knight interstellar like uh inception like holy man yeah
1: the list goes on and on with this guy he's just killing the game of course he's definitely a huge inspiration but yeah i've always known i wanted to kind of do music it's just like something fun and i figured like why not if i can make money just like do that for the rest of my life like it's just hype
0: um all right so when it comes to like like, when it comes to, like, having to, like, think of, like, all right, what kind of composition I wanted to do and, like, how I wanted to do it, how long does it take you to make the certain track for, like, for something you have in mind or what is, how long does it take you to do so? So, oh, let's see.
1: So, like, a good example, like, this past year, like, I was pretty fortunate to, like, have secured a position at, um, Carlton like composing for like a lot of like their media and advertising stuff. Yeah, um, it all depends, I guess. Like, in short, the answer is always going to be like it always depends. But typically, like, if if it's something like pretty, pretty quick, like if it's just like a two three minute promo, it could take me anywhere between like an hour to like a week to really Jeez. get it down. Um, Right now I'm actually working on something, uh, for like the music department, yep. um, like a promo video for the the department of music at Carlton, And it, I think it's like a short, it's, uh, it's not finished, but I think it's going to be around like two and a half, three minutes. Um, and like, I've been working on it like pretty much since school ended and like, I'm still going because it, it like the amount of detail that needs to be put into like a project like this is like, it's like really. Really detailed, but something that might be easier, it, it's, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but yeah. basically it all depends at the end of the day. Like, I've done, like, like longer, like, 20-minute campaign videos for, like, the football team and stuff. And that took me, like, I think maybe, like, I think I had two weeks to get that done. Yeah. And I think the final cut was, like, 22 minutes. Um, So, yeah, just working... You know, get home from school or sorry, get yeah, home from school, finish class and then just like work on that for like a couple hours each night. Yeah. Um, but anywhere. Yeah, it just all depends on kind of like what the requirements are for the music. Um, but generally now it, it would not take me like as long as it would have a year ago. Um, just because you get used to your workflow and you kind of get to know how you um like work as a musician and, and just as a person too right like you yeah. learn a lot about time management you learn a lot about um like deadlines and you know there's people like depending on you and like especially like when there's like you know money involved when it's yeah. part-time is it like you have to you know take it pretty seriously and, and just like manage your time pretty well i guess that's i think that can be kind of said for for you know all sorts of
0: artists and yeah that so kind of work. Yeah, so um, speaking of um, the whole, you mentioned the whole promotional videos from Carlton. Mm. How does the school approach you to it? Do we, like, talk to you, like, in person, a phone call, or an email? How do we approach you about that? So, like, I actually, <laughs> it was,
1: like, last September. Um, I just finished my third year, by the way, so I have, yeah. I have one more year. But last September, um, I, I was just really eager to, like, do something, I guess, with you know, what I'm pursuing, because I figured, like, okay, I started my third year right now. Like, I'm halfway done my program. Like, I should be, you know, doing something now as opposed to, like, graduating and then looking for jobs. Yeah, It's just, like, smarter, I think, to get started early. Makes sense. So I just approached – I approached um, the administrator of the music department, Yeah, and she – I just asked her, like, hey, like, we're a school. We definitely do – promotional videos for different things that like official like videos, like who exactly does the music for that. And like, can you put me in a contact with the person who does, or direct me to someone who like makes those videos. So she put me into contact with her friend from, uh, advancements, yeah. the advancements department mm-hmm. at Carleton. And then they do all like pretty much all the videos, like from administration to like, um, like all the promotional videos for, like grade 12s entering university and like all that kind of advertising. So, yeah, I just, she put me into contact with her. And then the, like the lady there, um, she, like her name's Shu. Uh, she loved the idea. She was like, yeah, like bring him in. Like it would look cool. To, it would look good if there was like a music student at our school who's actually like doing music for our videos. I think she really liked the idea of that. Um, cause I mean, that's one thing, like they, they use a lot of stock music as well. Yeah and it, that's not always ideal. Like, sh- like they really like the idea that they can work with someone that can just create for them. Um, I don't know. It's just more of like a personal thing as well. Uh, but it, it seemed to work out pretty nicely. And then she had like <laughs> a lot of things for me, like already lined up. Um, so I just like kind of got to work and I don't know, I guess I was just like kind of that go getter mentality. I was like, yo, I want to do something, got to go do it. And then I asked them and, then she put me in contact with someone else and someone else. And then I just. Uh,
0: Pretty much like a long <laughs> chain of events of like leading up to like that final person to talk to in a way.
1: Exactly. So it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm obviously like I'm not like making like writing for big movies or anything yet. But like from what I understand, that's kind of how it this business kind of runs. Like it's all about who, you know, right with yeah. this industry. So, yeah, I've met like a lot of really cool people and they've introduced me to more people who give me more work and it's just kind of like ongoing like that. So,
0: yeah, it's just, that's the same thing with my program since like you end up yeah having to like talk to like the people in the industry of like, Hey, is there like any way, like, how do I want to like enter into it? Like whether it's becoming a producer an on-air personality as well as being like a sales management person and mm-hmm. like, doing more of like a sales uh, kind of vibes. But Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I managed to see some of your work, like, during, like, during the time, like, we've known each other for, like, a while. Yeah. Uh, Especially since you're going to Carlton. I've seen, like, your work, and, like, holy cow, it's actually, like, it's it's phenomenal, though, like. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, thank you. Like, it's just, I mean, (laughs) like, usually, like, like, I know your, your, your workout thick, it's, like, it's out there, like, even though you're, like. You're, like, the kind of person who, like, loves to, like, uh, have fun. At the same time, you oh, actually... I love to have fun, that's for sure. <laughs> but at the same time, like, you do like to, like, uh, yeah. keep a right in mindset of, like, having to work hard and stuff. It's all about, like, the balance, you know? Yeah. Like, I definitely, definitely a bit of a party animal. Kind of like Thanos, like, with the whole... uh Yeah. But, like, have Wait. you... <laughs> sorry, sorry, go ahead. Is this that, um, like, when you're done with um, the program, have you thought about, like continuing with uh, making music for the promotional videos at carlton or no
1: yeah so that is something I, I thought about like i'm sure like i don't see why not like that's kind of it's like yeah it's throwing opportunities out the window and i like keeping opportunities around but um yeah i don't I don't see why not i, I it's, it's still i guess a year a year away hopefully You're you know, assuming i graduate next year yeah um but yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, it's it's pretty, it's fun. And I honestly, I always wanted to write music like for movies and video games. And like, that's kind of like, a you know, every composer's like dream. Yeah. But like after getting exposed to kind of like media, commercials, advertising, it's actually fun for me. Like I actually like writing music for advertisements and stuff like that. It's It's, it's pretty cool too. So yeah, I don't see why not, why I wouldn't want to continue. If they'll have me, of course, I think they will. But <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see when the time comes. But for sure, I'd definitely be open for that. All
0: right. And of course, like when it comes to p- people being, like people uh, having to go into this industry, it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense if you don't have the right equipment for it. What equipment have you used j- to uh, make the production side of it? Like from like pianos, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like- so I first... <laughs> pretty bad
1: but i like the first thing i ever wrote is on my yamaha it's arius um can't remember the model number but it's just it's like a yamaha electric piano yeah um and i bought a steinberg c11 interface actually i bought it from someone like off kijiji who went to like who came here i think might have been in. Oh no, I, he was in the music industry. Mi- music industry arts? arts Pro. Yeah, yeah, yeah that one. At Algonquin. And apparently, like they just like give those out to everyone in the program, or maybe it's like included in their fees or whatever. But anyways, he had yeah. one, so I bought them from him, and I was using that um, that interface with just my piano. That's all I had, and then like the built-in instruments. I don't have a lot. I think there's only like twelve on like my piano. Um, But I was just kind of using that, and (laughs) it it sounds so bad, but I was using Audacity at the very beginning, literally just like lining up all the tracks and recording and then re-recording. So I'd I'd record like a string part and then – or piano first and then a string part over that and then layer it with uh, electric keyboard or something. I don't have very many. I can't – there's organ, I think. Um, But I started off with that, and then I kind of realized like, well – if you want to like be professional, like you have to be using like, like the industry standard, like the top notch, yeah, toys and tools. So um, I, I bought Ableton, Ableton Live because I use that uh, in my computer music program at Carlton. We use Reason in Ableton, um, but I just liked Ableton a lot better. And it, I think Ableton's it's for me it's easier um, in like the session view for like orchestrating and, and arranging everything rather. Yeah. Than um, so I used Ableton and I studied with, a uh, uh, composer Ed Egan, um, last semester mm-hmm. and he uses Pro Tools and Logic. So I worked with that a little bit, but I'm planning on getting Pro Tools probably by the end of the summer. Cause it's, it's really handy for a lot of vocals and, and mixing like that, um, but right now, like Ableton is still. It comes with when you buy the program. It comes with so many, um, like really good plugins, um, and like I really have not. I have a couple. Um, I bought a couple plugins since from like Waves um, and Native Instruments, but majority are like the stock plugins or like the ones that are available on the Ableton website when you buy it. Um, but yeah, pretty much Ableton, Audacity. I use MuseScore to orchestrate. Um, we have, what do we have? We have, uh, I think Sibelius at Carlton for the music students, but I've just, I don't know, I've never really used Sibelius music scores, just, (laughs) for the moment, it's just kind of like the basic easy thing that I need for like, uh, notating music. But once I get Pro Tools, uh, I think it comes with, uh, notation software. I have to look that up, but, uh, but yeah, as of right now, that's pretty much all I work with and I have, uh, a. uh, Novation uh, keyboard, um, it's built with like Ableton, it's built for Ableton rather, and uh, yeah, Logitech speakers. I could keep going on list every brand of every equipment I have, but oh, that's, sure. that's pretty much yeah the gist of it. And but at the end of the day, like uh, I don't know, like Ed he told me it doesn't really matter like what it does matter, but it doesn't matter like. The equipment that you're working with so much as like your knowledge and kind of like how you can go about creating. Yeah, and it's stuff like, like that. Especially
0: like how you want to. um It's all about like just let out your creativeness uh, on like how you want the mm-hmm. final product to turn out. Exactly. G- kind of like how when if you feel like get into the radio industry or depending what kind of uh job you're getting to in the entertainment business, like. It's all about having to, like, uh, let your creativeness uh, let loose mm-hmm. and uh, at least envision it on, like, how you want it to turn out to the point where the final product is done, sounds crisp, beautiful, stuff like that. And exactly. It's like, as long as you don't rush it, no. unless it's, like, a deadline, if it makes sense, but as long as you don't, like, rush the, mm-hmm. the creativeness, then you know that it's going to turn out all right.
1: Yeah, I've had to rush creativeness many times and it just sounds horrible like your and your end result just ugh, disgusting yeah but yeah as long as you get like that crisp sound and and we go
0: more into detail but i think you pretty much like yeah covered pretty much all that and when you're like making the tracks for um like any of the like video promotional videos or depending what you might want to work in the near future Hmm. have you ever thought of adding in Vocals to your work or just or yeah. decide to like leave it as leave as it is uh for now,
1: yeah, so like I have a couple plugins with like different different vocals and different choirs um but like I was telling you before i I just bought a the road n t two a microphone and like yeah. it's oh it's really like it's pretty pretty high quality so like yeah i definitely definitely why not just like add in vocals for sure, all right. Maybe not my vocals, but maybe someone else's. Who knows? Maybe your vocals. Probably. If you want to hop on, I'd, I'd love to have it, you know? Oh, some, some Some Dauda vocals on there.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Banger. Yeah. All right, so we start pretty much uh, come up to this segment that I do on every episode except for a few ones. Mm. It's mostly been whenever I have, like, a musical guest, which is called... Production Junction. Okay. So, pretty much, this is the segment that I do when I have the a local Ottawa artist um, from like episodes one, two, three, four, and six, where I end up playing a snippets of well-known music from either like a lo- local Ottawa artist or even well-known hip hop or or different genres of artists. Mm-hmm. But since this is the first uh, episode that I have of you being. Like a future film composer, I've parents grab uh, snippets of <sighs> snippets of like well-known i like, iconic uh, soundtracks from like different like from different movies as well as like different composers. Let's get it. Yeah. Uh, well, the first one I'm gonna play is from the man, the myth, the legend, Hans Zimmer, with. Uh, so what?
1: wait, sorry. Do I have to guess like the movie it's from, or no, I have like, to guess
0: the? So pretty much, um, what it is like you end up give your thoughts and opinions on oh, like the piece, like the okay, the work okay, of okay. like someone. Yeah. Like for example, like I have my last guest for episode six. Like uh, he end up ended up having to at least give his thoughts on like uh, Snoop, not not Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube with uh, his mm. with one of his songs from his new album, stuff like that okay. But for okay, this one, okay, okay. since it involves, like, the film composing, composition, uh, I decided why not just whip something wow. up together, like, the night before wow. and then do it. Brilliant idea. I love it. So the first uh, one that I'm going to play is from the man, the myth, the legend, Hans Zimmer, okay. with the song called An Ideal of Hope from the movie Man of Steel. Steel. Wow. I already. Ugh.
1: Wow, beautiful, beautiful. I was, I was like, obsessed with the Man of Steel soundtrack when I was in, like, grade 12. Yeah. Like, oh, I just remember, you know, there's definitely some good uh, some good cardio songs, definitely a good playlist for, uh, for the gym, uh, a lot of those songs. But, yeah, no, he, that's, uh, that whole album is incredible. He got, like, oh, he got so many, to get the drums, I mean, I know you didn't really play, like, a drum part, but yeah. um, later on in that, Track I remember, like, the big heavy drums throughout the whole, um, like, soundtrack. He got, like, I think 10 different, um, like, really, really world-renowned percus- percussionists. Like, I think Pharrell was one of them. Um, oh, God. I, I, I can't remember all the rest of the nine, but there was a bunch of percussionists, and he they just banged on drums yeah. for, like, two days, and he just recorded everything, and they, you know, got, you know, he gave them kind of rhythm and stuff, and I think that was pretty cool in that that really shaped this like soundtrack um this track too it's amazing um but i'd really want to be able to you know have all the resources he does yeah. like just go into you know big grand halls yeah
0: yeah just uh, if you were to like um work on this piece mm. would there be like what what would be the one thing you want to change or would you just leave it as it is
1: can you play it one more time yeah Yeah, wow, that's like perfect as it is. It would be an insult to want to change anything. Oh, yeah. But I'm going to do it anyway. So I think I would put um, like like little Diego high violins, like. But like I like there was that, you know, violin one or two uh, doing that. But I'd want to, on the repeat, on the second time, I'll get really specific. Yeah. On the second time it repeats um, the motif, I'd want to put them either up the octave or have like um, maybe flutes or uh, piccolos play yeah. that just so it gives you that. Because that's the thing in music. It's all about repeating ideas so it flows nicely, right? Yeah. I definitely want to put like something in the higher register because that always like resonates with the ear a lot better. It sticks out no matter what. So definitely like either double the violins and put it up an octave or have like flutes, piccolos, just so it stands out the second time it repeats. And then after that part, it just goes into the the, the main theme, and that's yeah. just like can't even touch that. That's just perfect already.
0: Makes sense. <laughs> so for so parents for like songs two and three verb from like the same person, which is good old Junkie XL. Oh my god, dude, this guy's just straight vibes with like oh the music. Oh my god, st- I I have parents. I almost had like a whole list of it, but just had to it to like just the two. Yeah. So the second one is. Uh, called blood bag from the movie Mad Max for road. Just going like let's just think about like what's uh, your thoughts on it.
1: Yeah Wow again with the drums, huh? Getting with the drums. That's oh, I feel like I'm at like an unfair advantage because I literally know all of these songs. I literally have all of them on my Apple Music oh, right now. Oh man. Um, let's see my thoughts on that. I throughout the whole score for that movie, he has that like dun 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 with the drums. Yep. Um, I think like oh, he's just a genius. But my favorite thing about that is how he he combines like. Um, synths and like a lot of soundscapey, uh, like non-organic sounds like you wouldn't yeah. find in nature, or actually some of them you would. But it combines a lot of like electronic music with orchestra and percussion, yeah. and I think it blends so nicely together. Uh, and that's something that I actually like really, really am drawn to. Just kind of like it's kind of like bringing the old with the new, if that makes sense. Yeah. So a lot of like, and we hear that all the time now. Like every single you know, in, in, you know, mainstream music and, and hip-hop and trap and stuff, uh, it's a lot of what I listen to is, like, everything's just basically, like, electronically produced or, you know, sampled. Um, which is sick, though. I think that's, like, the future. But I like how Junkie XL combines a lot of electronic with the classical.
0: Especially with, like, with uh, when he uh, helped out with Deadpool with the first yeah, movie.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, like, that whole score is, like, a very 80s kind of yeah. Feel to it with the different synths and stuff that he uses. I think that's pretty cool.
0: And what were your, th- like, if you were to change one thing, what would it be for this track?
1: Oh man,
0: it's honestly like I love,
1: I love the percussion and kind of like he makes this, he creates like a really like eerie feel for the whole movie. Yeah. Um, cause like you've obviously seen Mad Max, oh, like yeah. the new one, and it's like,
0: it's like it's an, pretty it's, interesting. It's insane.
1: Yeah, it's definitely very, a lot of strong, strong moments, but. I think uh, I just kind of want to... I don't know if I'd change anything, but I'd want to, like, dive into and explore... um,
0: Different genres
1: to it, or...? No, just kind of the electronic aspect. See what other sounds uh, I could get out. Uh, But I think he does... Like, that alone, the clip he just played, like, sets, like, a really, really cool tone. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: So this second song is obviously from Junkie XL, and the song's called Motorball, from the movie Alita Battle Angel, which came out a couple months oh, back. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. Good movie, by the way, but just give your thoughts on what are the things you might want to change on that one.
1: Wow, so I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know what the context is, but it definitely sounds like, I know what it's about, and like, it definitely sounds like Junkie XL, just classic, um, classic. It sounds like he he used to um, like produce and, and a lot of electronic music before film scoring and that kind of reminds me of that. But definitely, definitely very punchy. It's a very punchy bass. I think, yeah. um, I don't know. I I mean, I'd have to listen to more, but I think from there I develop into more melodic because that's very rhythmic, what you just played me. Yeah. And it's sick, but to build up, to go from there, I would like transition into something melodic, so the listener would get the best of both worlds. But then again, I have no idea what the context is. I haven't yeah. seen that film. Like, so. I
0: recommend seeing it because it's actually a really good movie to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I've as I've read articles, I just go and make a second movie to it. So yeah, no, yeah.
1: like I watch Junkie XL's like series because yeah. he posts a lot um different series. Yeah, like he's very active, and I love it. And I watched uh, a couple episodes with his, like, breaking down the score of Alita, yeah. um, Battle Angel, but I don't know. I'd, I'd have to see it to really know the context. But, yeah, that sounds like classic Junkie XL. And, and I I mean, I'm sure he does probably develop into a very, like, like, melodic theme off of that
0: track. Yeah. Um, but I'd have to. Yeah, this is one see. of those movies that I do recommend seeing. It's, like, enjoyable to watch. Okay, okay. Definitely right. check it out. So the final uh, track I'm going to play is from Alan so. Sul- Silvestri okay um with the with the track called Portals from the from Avengers Endgame yeah and oof that movie alone is just like a whole other discussion and a whole a whole other episode on its own Mm -hmm. but I'm just gonna like just let you like run on what are your thoughts on this
1: before the climax damn yeah no I was so happy to hear that he was like back for the the third or I guess third and fourth yeah Avengers movie because I'm a nerd like that Oh, and same. he didn't come back for the second one oh. but uh yeah no he definitely like that scene alone like I would like that scene alone is is he he has to repeat um, like the different the different motive before it comes in with yeah. the the, the with main theme dun, 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 dun. but Especially yeah. With
0: that scene alone with, like, uh, when Captain America yelled mm-hmm. out, Avengers assemble and oh. then continues on with the rest. That's what... I think what I liked about this one mm-hmm. is, like, the moment that happened, it builds... It's a up. good build-up. It's, it's a good build-up. It's a good build-up with, with, like, the amount of hype with that final battle alone. So. Yeah.
1: No, no. That that piece, like, that little section that you played is... It's really... It's good. That That's, like... Ugh, for me right now, that's, like, the hardest thing to to create, like, compose... Because I'm good at, like, like the, the the soft build-ups. Yeah. And then I'm good at, like, I, I really love, like, melodic, like, main themes. But it's just, like, that little bit, like, that little, like, 10 or 20 seconds in the middle, like, from what you played, that it kind of, like, gets me sometimes. But, yeah, no, I think that uh, it's definitely, definitely this guy knows what he's doing, Alan right. Silvestri. He's, I'm a big fan. And I think, uh, yeah, it's just my thoughts are... <laughs> It's fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and I think uh, yeah, he did a really good job with that. I don't know if I'd want to even change anything. I think it'd be a sin if I if I change anything oh, yeah. to that. I'd never be able to forgive myself.
0: Yeah, so pretty much, like, like when it comes to, like, film compositions, um, if you were to, like, at least uh, put, like, at least either put in, like, your top ten movies, uh with, like, the best soundtracks, which movies would you put on your top five list?
1: Top five. I don't know if they're going to be in order, but I can name five movies. Uh, Kick-Ass. Yeah. From 2010. Oh, yeah. Incredible. Goofy movie, but that was, like, the first, like, movie that I watched. I think I was, like, 11 years old when it came out. And I just, I don't know, there's something about the soundtrack. I was like, wow, this is actually, like, it's a funny, like, whatever comedy superhero movie, but, like... The, the music is incredible and they have like there's like five different composers working on that um, so definitely Kick-Ass. I, obviously I, I really like man of Steel because yeah. it's it's just I don't know it's really like unique um, what else I'm trying to think actually'm I'm, I'm a really big fan of uh, I can't believe I forget the composer name but the guy he's been working with Jordan Peele for get out Oof. and uh, us. Yeah, the new one that just came out and I think he has like a really cool sound. Uh, I can't remember his name But uh, he was a producer before I do believe um, And then he's doing film and stuff now. He might have done it before I'm actually not sure but um, Definitely like us kick ass, man of steel uh, Man, there's a there's a billion um, I really like Brian Tyler's uh, Ninja Turtles and uh his age of ultron soundtrack. Yeah, those are pretty good. And then maybe last one I'd say was um oh, I haven't I haven't even watched the movie. I just listened to all the music. Uh Junkie XL uh his work on um Mortal Engines I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it. Same here. But I uh I have like the soundtrack and and he has like this crazy the first like suite um something in C major, I think it's called. Uh, It's just, like, it's incredible. Like That's, like, what I aspire to, to be able to write, like, 10 minutes of, like, crazy good music like that. I think it's, like, I don't know,
0: effective, you know? It just, it works. All right. So, yeah. And since we made it to the end of the episode, um, like, just this episode alone has been, like, pretty, like, absolute vibes, just let alone as it is. Um... Just one final thing is, um, um, if you were to, like, give advice to, like, future, like, composers um, who are coming to the program, Mm -hmm. like, what kind of advice would you give to them? Um, Something that works for
1: me is just kind of writing what you like and don't try to be so someone or something else kind of i think that goes for a lot of like artists in general it could be a pretty good general rule but just like write what you want to write if that makes sense and like yeah. what you love because if you, if you spend so much time trying to be like someone else or like have the same kind of sound as someone else it's like you're not actually going to be that successful because you're going to be too focused on something that you don't already have inside of you and if if you are if you are really good at you know writing and and You know, you already have your sound, just like branch off of that and someone somewhere eventually is going to really, really like it. And then they'll just be like, okay, just come write music for me. So that'd be my best advice. Just stick to to what you love writing and and really put a lot of energy into that. Um, And then, then, yeah, and then just like try to learn as well. Like I literally listen to all these composers and like, obviously music comes from other music. so it's like a musical idea i might have heard from like alan Silvestri in endgame um mixed with like uh, maybe something i heard like 10 years ago from brian tyler or um, henry jackman or someone like just all of that combined it's just like a wealth of knowledge and like knowledge is actually everything so <laughs> yeah literally just learn and just stick to what you love writing and i think like you
0: can't fail if you do that and also, is there, like, any socials you want to plug in before we uh, sign off? Any what? Any socials you want to plug? Uh, S- socials. Like your IG, your Twitter. Oh,
1: oh, yeah, sorry. I'm not a big social media rat anymore. That makes sense. My, my bad. Uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram, you know, Diego underscore underscore music. Two underscores. And, uh, and then, yeah, my website, DiegoGuzmanComposer.com. Um, and then yeah, hit me up if you want music for anything. I got you. I'd be happy to. Yeah,
0: thanks for having me, Dauda. No problem. And if you want to follow me on any of like my social medias, you can follow me on my personal like IG and personal IG, Twitter, Snapchat. If you want to know my crazy antics and adventures for my IG, you can follow me at at Yoda Twenty Nine. As for my Twitter and Snapchat, it is at Naruto Nerdherd. But if you want to follow the official Inside These Minds uh, Instagram and Twitter, for all at Inside These Minds, all which is all in under, well, uh, all in uh, lowercase, and you, you can find this episode on my YouTube channel, which is YouTube.com/slash mrlegoman 2007 and most likely might probably might uh, hear it on my SoundCloud, which is SoundCloud.com/slash Dawidodumbia, and as always. See you later.